Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? I do. It's actually Saturday, and we're doing... Q&A Saturday. That's right. Mm-hmm. On time. And I have some answers. Do you? Yeah. Do you know what the questions are? Uh, let's see. It was about Leviathans. Mm-hmm. And that... Um, uh, what was his name? I don't remember. The but Faz... Fucker Faz? Motherfucker Faz? Elephant. Eliphaz. 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 That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what the fuck he was going on about. Mm-hmm. Um, to Job. To Job. 
But I know he was a dick. Yeah. Because he was just being a dick. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you have answers? I do. All right. Let's go get these answers. Okie dokie. Okay, so I'm going to answer the question about Job's friend first because it's real quick and easy. Oh, okay. okay? Yep. Um, the fact of the matter is we are in the middle of a longer conversation. Ah. And our interpretation is right. His friend is a dick and he was indeed telling Job, you probably brought this shit on yourself, so stop moaning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But um, to read further into it, wouldn't need, get us too far into it. Yeah, I need I need to have more of the conversation. So we're a little befuddled by the conversation because we're only getting one part of it at the moment. Right. And because we're only at chapter five. Got it. So got it. okay. It, it's a hang in there. But it is um, very like extra poetic and like mm-hmm. like it's just extra. It is extra. And I'm like, Ugh. but it's also um, I don't know if you recall one of the episodes that we did covering um, the shape of the bible and where all the different books fall okay um this is one of the least important or it's considered one of the least important books of the bible by ah. jewish um scholars got it got it's it. part of the poetics and writings got it so okay. and that's exactly what it is sure that makes sense so it's it's not really one of the um great it doesn't things. hold any like laws or anything like it's just a story. Right. It's exactly. Just, it's just a story. Exactly. Got it. So it's it's not anything that we but need yet, to worry about. But yeah, one of our... the more popular stories out mm-hmm. there. Because it it is um the main theme of it, once you get to it and get all the way through it, the main theme is that basically everything happens for a reason and trust in God. Yeah, fuck that. Right, exactly. Okay, so that's that's Eliphaz. That's, that's the Job in, in the, portion. Yeah, right. Okay, the next the Leviathans. Bit, yes. Oh boy, this was fun. Okay. I went down some rabbit holes here, <laughs> and um, I didn't even go as far as I could because right because Leviathans. I mean, we all have heard that term, rabbit even holes. outside of the Bible. The, so the rabbit holes have rabbit holes. The rabbit on holes this have, one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. At its simplest form, Leviathan is a mythological sea serpent. Obviously. Okay? Well, we can stop mythological, there. I knew. Sea serpent. Sea serpent. Okay. okay. We can stop there if we wanted. Sure. Do we want? No. Obviously yeah. not. Let's go. Okay. So, a sea serpent or a sea dragon is a type of sea monster described in various mythologies, most, notice, most notably Mesopotamian Judo, Judeo-Christian, Greek, and Norse. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here are various examples of the, the Leviathan from various okay. stories. All right. Okay. Yeah. Leviathan was the one that was defeated by Yahweh. Okay. Okay. We haven't got there yet. Got but it. Got that, that's a thing that happens in um, the book of Psalms and the book of Revelation. Got it. Okay. Is when Leviathan elsewise is mentioned. Sure. So we don't know... I mean, Leviathan. every good religion needs a Leviathan to defeat by God, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. So there's Lotan, which I will get into in a minute. I've heard that before. Um, he was defeated by Baal Hadad. And and I hesitate to say Baal. I think it's Baal Hadad because this is not the, the Baal. This is Baal meaning master. Okay. And it specified that. Okay. So I'm going to say Baal Hadad. Okay. All okay. Right. Yeah. So Lotan was defeated by Baal Hadad, 
who was the storm and rain god in the Canaanite and ancient Mesopotamian religions. This is sound like uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I'm expecting mm-hmm. people to come in in a lightning storm or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's Tiamat, whose name I utilized in um, a story that I never finished that now I'm like excited to get back to. Okay. Uh, Tiamat, who was defeated by Marduk. Okay. You've heard of. Yeah. Um, Typhon was defeated by Zeus. These are all Leviathans. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Okay. Jormungandr was defeated by Thor. Okay. And Ritra was defeated by Indra. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these are all from that part of the world and they all influence each so other. So Leviathans are evilish creatures that gods like to destroy. In the water. In the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So the Leviathan of the Book of Job is a reflection of the older Canaanite Lotan. Remember I said we get to him in a minute. Yeah. Who was a primeval monster defeated by the god Balhadad. Okay. Lotan means coiled. And he's a servant of the sea god Yam defeated by the storm god Hadad Bal. Or I yam Bal what Hadad. I am. I also yam what I yam, but yeah. I don't like yams. <laughs> I do. Yams are disgusting. Love. There's nothing better than, what, what's that thing I like? It's sweet like, potato oh, pie. Oh, yeah, it's not yam, but sweet potatoes. So sweet sweet potato. potatoes are yams. Yeah, it's okay. So, yeah, it's a yam. Yeah, disgusting. I am what I am. Yeah, gross Yeah, is what you are. Okay, so that creature has a number of possible names and titles, including the fugitive serpent, the mm. wriggling serpent, mm. and check this one out. The mighty one with seven heads. Does the that sound one familiar? With seven heads. Like a hydra. Like a hydra, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, I mean, this creature gets around. Sometimes it's a, a sea monster, a sea serpent, a sea dragon. Got it. it. It's a water monster. Yeah. Is what it is. It's the big bad in the water. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The Litani River that winds through the Bequa Valley in Lebanon mm-hmm. is named after Lotan as the river was believed to be the personification of the god Lotan. Uh, okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So Leviathan is often an embodiment of chaos and he threatens to eat the damned after their life. Oh, and man. in the end, of course, it is annihilated because right. bad always loses. Yeah. Christian theologians identified Leviathan with the demon of the deadly sin, envy. And I was like, hold on, is this like the seven deadly sins? And I was like, I need to know more about those. So are there separate demons for each sin? Apparently there are. Yes. I did not know that. This is a rabbit hole we're going to have to go down someday because I was losing. Like, this is why I ran out of time. And was like, hang on, I gotta finish some right. shit up because I was I was way over on a tangent. Yeah, dealing with Catholic nonsense over there. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, just briefly, the seven deadly sins are also known as the capital vices or uh, cardinal sins. Sure. They're not directly mentioned in the Bible, which means they're not mentioned in the fucking Bible. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but they are parallel. In the book of Proverbs to the seven things God is said to hate. Ah. Okay. Okay. So they saw that God didn't like some things and they were like, seven deadly sins, the worst ever. Right. We're going to capitalize on that and we are going to make t-shirts with those things on it. As a Christian religion, we like numbers and things that sound bad. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there you go. So according to the standard list, these are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. 
Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my favorite depiction of these is in that movie, I think, Seven. Yeah. Um, where various people are killed according yeah. to... No, was, I, I like that movie. That was a good movie. It was. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's your <laughs> wife's head! But I didn't watch it. I didn't watch that movie with, like, a re- like religious fear. No, I didn't either. You know, so it was just yeah. a fun movie. It was just a really great and movie. And I didn't... I didn't... With, that had some interesting religious stuff that I didn't know anything right, about. Right, like, if anything, at the time, I might have learned about religion somewhat from that movie. Right. You know, like, like oh, there's seven that's deadly how, sins? That's how I came to it, so. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, um, I want to cover those someday. We'll have to work them into some q and I'm not sure how and when. Okay. Because since they're not really mentioned in the Bible. Um, they're not really something that we would end up discussing unless, unless we go down a rabbit hole. Right, Um. I'm going to have to find some book or list of all of these non-biblical things that people just know. Right. It, I feel like that would, could be a bestseller. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's all this shit out there and there's some really kind of cool stories actually. I mean. And this, interesting things. This book that we would write would be called, this isn't in the Bible, but Christians think it is. We should write the idiot's guide to what's not in the Bible. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Because to me, that's like super interesting. Like, what does everybody know about the seven deadly sins? Right. Why? Why do we know that there are seven deadly sins? It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. Nothing about it. Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry, I was going on. No. Okay, so back to Leviathan, okay? Okay, yep. He also figures in the Hebrew Bible as a metaphor for a powerful enemy, notably Babylon. Apparently, he was Mm. mentioned in Isaiah chapter 27, I don't really remember that. We didn't read Isaiah. No, we didn't. I was thinking, <laughs> what was the one I was thinking? I have no idea. It starts with an I or an S. Does one it? of them guys. I mean, so there's Samuel. There's Samuel. Uh, What's the other uh, one? There's a uh, shit. Why am I? I'm drawing a blank uh, now. Saul. All of a sudden, Saul. <laughs> no, it was okay. I I had I, Isaiah in my head. I don't know why, but right. anyway. Um, so apparently when we get there, they'll mention it there too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm dumb. <laughs> just just know I'm dumb. Okay, so here's another rabbit hole. Ready? I'm ready. So Leviathan is only one of a, a couple of other huge, gigantic monster things. Okay. Okay. Yep. He's the one that lives in the sea. But what about the okay? kraken? I thought there was a kraken in the Stop. sea. Stop. That's something else. Oh, shit. Okay. That's, that's okay. some other legend, All right. legendy yeah. thing. All right. Okay. Um, so... You've heard of the word behemoth? Yes. Okay. Behemoth is a beast from the biblical book of Job. Apparently, he's going to be mentioned later on. We haven't read him yet. Okay. Okay. So we get a Leviathan and a behemoth, huh? They're they're part of they're a team. They're part oh. of a not a team, but they're they're part of a whole. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um it's the behemoth is a form of the primeval chaos monster created by God at the beginning of creation. He is paired with the other chaos monster Leviathan. And according to later Jewish tradition, both would become food for the righteous at the end of time. I, okay, um, hold on a second. <laughs> God created chaos demons. Yeah. Who were horrible. Horrible. Things. Huge. Horrible, right, huge things. Right, and, and then And then only to eat them at the end of, of time for the he's, righteous? He's going to... They're gonna be food. This yeah. is this is really weird. It's childish. It's um, really fucking weird. It's childish stories. Yeah, you know, I it's don't, fairy tales like, and how, legends. How does anybody? How how could you tell somebody this and be like, yeah, and it's all true? 
right? I mean, like, wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. So I was good Excuse with the story you. right up until you said true. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So metaphorically, the name behemoth has come to be used for anything that's extremely large or powerful. Sure. Which makes sense. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. whatever. So both of those beasts are extremely strong, unruly, and untamable in nature. Mm. We've also got a ziz. A ziz, huh? Yeah. He's a bird. Okay, so we've got the behemoth, which is the huge land monster on Earth. Ah. We've got Leviathan of the sea. Okay. And then we've got the Ziz of the sky. This is really starting to sound more like... Um, Native American early stories. Well, I was, I was going to go with like Greek mythology. And but, Greek mythology, know, so. which is also very similar. Yeah, yeah than yeah. like Yahweh, God, you know, stuff. So you can see how I went into rabbit holes of rabbit holes, right? Right, yeah. This is ridiculous. But let's talk about the Ziz just a let's little talk, bit. Yeah, let's talk I'm, about the Ziz. He, he's been compared to a phoenix. Okay. A phoenix is a bird that burns itself up and then rises from its own ashes anew. Right. Okay. The Ziz is a giant griffin-like bird in Jewish mythology said to be large enough to be able to block out the sun with its wingspan. Damn. Like Leviathan, so is Ziz a delicacy to be served to the pious at the end of time. Hmm. To compensate them for the privations which abstaining from the unclean fowls imposed upon them. Oh, okay. because you know how you can only eat certain yeah. animals and, and the rest are unclean. People suffered. That's for... a hardship. That's a, that's okay. That's a hardship. So okay. someday you'll get to eat the ziz, and that'll make up for it. Yay! Sure. I okay. Okay, and in the book of Enoch, which is not in the Bible that we're reading. Right. Okay. Okay. It's one of those other extras that we'll get to. Other extras, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the book of Enoch, chapter 60. Okay. There's a verse that says, And on that day were two monsters parted, a female monster named Leviathan to dwell in the abysses of the ocean over the fountains of the waters. But the male is named Behemoth, who occupied with his breast a waste a waste wilderness named Duodane, which means east of Eden. Oh. Right? Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. Whatever. Well, there's Yeah, that's interesting. So that happened. There's a lot of <laughs> references to east of Eden. So mm-hmm. And there's a book, um, I think by Steinbeck, question mark, called right. East of Eden? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Like, you, you know, the more that we dig into shit like this, like mm-hmm. the, the weird stories, the right? The weird stuff. And the more, like, you catch these little... Offshoot pop, pop references, culture. yeah, pop culture and I'm like, stuff. Jesus Christ, we could spend all year just going through this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how I you feel. You can see why I was like, yeah, Joe, blah blah blah. Um, that's yeah, a conversation. Yeah. Leviathan. Anyways, Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> so later, Jewish sources will describe Leviathan as a dragon who mm. lives over the sources of the deep. Okay. Okay. When the Jewish Midrash was being composed, all of the different writings of the Midrash were being composed. Yeah. It was held that God originally produced a male and a female Leviathan. Oh. But lest in multiplying the species should destroy the world, he slew the female, reserving her flesh for the banquet that will be given to the righteous on the advent of the Messiah. Damn, he must have some really good preservation of meat He methods. salted that shit good. Because it's been a while. It's been a while. Jesus. But he made them and then was like, wait, never mind. Right, yeah. I thought God didn't make mistakes, but apparently, apparently he, he did. did with the Leviathan. But it's not specifically in the Bible. Right. And that's what that's what some people would say. Like, well, that, God didn't say it. It's not in the Bible. Well, some of the later Jewish people believe that. 
So. Right. Half the shit they quote, though, sometimes isn't in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I, know. I don't really take much credit. No. Cre- whatever. Credence. Yeah. yeah. So in another story, when the Leviathan is hungry, he sends forth from his mouth a heat so great as to make all the waters of the deep boil. And if he would put his head into paradise, no living creature could endure the odor of him. The odor? The Man, odor. Man, stinks so he fucking stank. bad. Yeah. His yeah. abode is the Mediterranean Sea, mm. and the waters of the Jordan fall into his mouth. Oh. This reminded me not to go swimming in the Mediterranean Sea then, I guess. Exactly. Don't go there. <laughs> I swam in the Mediterranean, and I never saw... You, just, you didn't know that he was there. I never saw anything that was weird or big right, yeah. or anything like that, yeah, just no, so you know. No giant leviathan? No. Nothing to stink? No. no. Uh, I take that back. Um, kind of, but it's just because um, the area, the um, the water, how do I want to say this? Because it's like an inland, it's not like an ocean where everything can wash in and out, right? Ah, okay. It's the Mediterranean, it, it like traps stuff stagnant. there. It, somewhat, yeah. Like it flows, but it is kind of stagnant. Got so it. it smelled very heavily of sea and um, um, salt water sea and all of the brine and stuff that comes with that. Sure. So um, toward that end, a lot of people don't like that smell. And so you might think that it stinks. I didn't take it to be a stink. It's a very sulfuric similar smell. Okay. So I, I just, I didn't mind it. Sure. But some people might think that stinks. Got it. Got it. it it's all a matter of taste. Um. Okay. Oh, you know how I said that he's got like this huge mouth, right? And that the waters of the Jordan flow into it. Yeah. Like that's where the idea of the hell mouth comes from. Like, do you remember in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they (laughs) lived on a hell mouth? Like, yes. Okay. That is actually a thing that was referenced in this article I was reading that like, that's where they, that's where Buffy the Vampire Slayer came from from the, the hell mouth of the, the Leviathan. Got it. Got it. So it's not like Joss Whedon just came up with the idea of Hellmouth. He saw Hellmouth. The idea was already there. Yeah, yeah. So that's where that comes from. Um, In a legend recorded in the Midrash, a a different legend, it is stated that the fish that swallowed Jonah. um, Have you heard of Jonah and the whale? Yeah. yeah. That's a band, I think. But um, (laughs) It's also a story in the Bible. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, the fish that swallowed Jonah narrowly avoided being eaten by the Leviathan which eats one whale each day. Damn. Damn. That's... So, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say other than uh, if that Leviathan had eaten that whale, that whale wouldn't have swallowed Jonah. Right. And we haven't got to that story yet, but that's another silly story. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Jonah stayed alive inside that whale, and I don't right. think that's something that's that not, happens. That would not have happened. Yeah. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Okay, Leviathan can also be used as an image of the devil. Every, seems like everything bad everything can be used is as the an image devil. of the devil. Mm-hmm. So uh, that doesn't surprise me. Well, the reason that he is is because he endangers God's creatures as well as God's creation. He endangers God's creatures by attempting to eat them, obviously. Right. And he endangers God's creation by threatening it with upheaval in the waters of chaos. But God created them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Why I'm, would God create something that could fuck with them? Why did God create 
two and then kill one. Right. I, I don't know. But if he can kill the one, couldn't he kill the other? He could. So he can't really fuck with him if he doesn't want it to. Right. Unless, whatever. He kind of wants it to. Yeah. He, he likes the drama of the battle. Apparently. I, I don't know. So, okay, now I'm going to say a few things about different people that have written about it, okay? Okay. So St. Jerome wrote that this is the dragon that was cast out of paradise, that beguiled Eve, and is permitted in this world to make sport of us. Wait, so this is the serpent from... Yeah, this Leviathan is a different form of the serpent. Oh, okay. It's The serpent is a smaller reflection of the Leviathan. Okay. It like it comes in many forms, you know, because but apparently serpents, there's, a, but also there's only and, one. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. So, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. The next two <sighs> things I'm gonna say, I had to refrain so fucking hard. Like I had to hit the back button before I went down more rabbit holes. Got it. Okay. Thomas Aquinas. Oh no, I just said that one. No, I didn't. Thomas Aquinas described Leviathan as one of the seven princes of hell. Ah. What? Princes Seven of princes hell, that, huh? Yeah. Apparently. What? Well, but that's there's uh that's been referenced in Supernatural that we watched. Well, yeah, but I thought they were making that shit up. Yeah. So, once again, pop culture is digging into the darker parts of the right. not in the Bible stories. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Wait, what? There's 7 princes of hell." So, that's another thing that someday we got to get into. Obviously, somebody else in Hollywood was like you got to read the Bible and the related shit because there's so much there. It's, it's a gold the Bi- mine. The Bible's okay, but it's that related. It's those rabbit holes, man. I'm telling right, you. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? Uh-huh. The Satanic Bible, which is, there yeah. is a book called the Satanic Bible. Right. It lists Leviathan as one of the four crown princes of hell. Hmm. So there are seven princes of hell and there are four crown princes of hell. Okay. What the fuck, I ask unto thee. I don't know. So we got to get into those someday. Yeah. Okay. In some Gnostic, um, am I saying that right? G-N-O-S-T-I-C? I think Gnostic, Gnostic. I think it's Gnostic. Gnostic. um, Sects. Yeah. The Leviathan appears as an Ouroboros, separating the divine realm from humanity by enveloping or permeating the material world. Mm. And an Ouroboros, of course, is a snake eating its own tail. And then um, flipped inside out so that it resembles um, the symbol of infinity. Got it. Which is like a sideways eight, if you're trying to sure. imagine what I'm describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so there's there's some other things that, that wrote about Leviathan and what it means to them. Okay, okay? yep. Finally, we're going to end here on a, just a kind of boring note. Okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. Some 19th century scholars pragmatically interpreted the term Leviathan as referring to large aquatic creatures such as a crocodile. That's dumb. That makes better sense. That's no fun. And the behemoth as a hippopotamus. (laughs) (laughs) That's so boring. It's so boring. Right? I told you. No, the story's better. Yeah. And the word later came to be used as a term for great whale and for sea monsters in general. Got it. So okay. That is how we use it today. All right. So there was our uh, our Q and A. Our Q and A over all about holes. leviathans, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. I did. I did. I want to go learn about crown princes and princes of I know, hell. There's so much and- there. I want to go. Seven deadly sins. Yeah, the seven deadly sins. I want to go learn all about all that. Right. Stuff. Yeah. That was interesting. 
All right, so that was our q and I think we're going to try to put out a, a, a Patreon um, episode on Sunday. Yes. Um, and then we'll be back on Monday with... Job, Chapter 6. Uh, and, oh, oh, one thing I got to mention. Um, I did not do our weekly replay um, last, last week. week, so I'm going to be putting out two weekly replays this weekend. Um, one for last week and then one for this. Mm-hmm. So anybody that does the weeklies, I do sincerely apologize for not getting that out, but it will be coming. And then we'll of be back. course you won't hear it until <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Unless unless you've been listening to the dailies, just to be yeah. like, what the fuck, man. Yeah. But uh, in case you missed it, we apologize, and it'll be coming. Yep. So, all right. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 